Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is February 11th, 2019. It's a Monday morning. Big start to the week. Great topic to start a week. I got this question a couple of weeks ago from Maureen, and I was just going to answer it online, and I thought, it has been a while since I did a show on prayer. And I thought, you know, there's something huge behind prayer. And prayer isn't religious or not. It's something people have done for all time, from the beginning of time, before they even knew what they knew. People did dances for rain, hope, thinking there's something bigger that can hear us. And yet prayer is one of the probably first things we think about without even knowing anything about anything. And yet we don't even talk about prayer very much unless you actually go to church because they talk about prayer. And they talk about what you need to do to get to God and reach God. And sometimes we lose sight. So this was Maureen's question. And she's like, hello, Nadia. I know you did a show on prayers before. And that was at my request. So thank you again. It's been a while since I've heard it. And I remember how it did make a difference the more in the number that people prayed. So my question is, how do we get the most out of our prayers. For instance, I want to spend to send warmth to cats that may be freezing outside or comfort to animals that are being harmed. Do I add emotion in the prayer? Should I visualize it as it has happened already? Should I send a big hug full of love in mind and heart and ask God to deliver it to the ones I am praying for? Should I stay very calm and peaceful as the energy influences the energy around me. How should I pray? Some talk about fasting to make prayers more effective, but that does not sit right with me because I do not believe God or have like a tit for tat attitude. To me, it seems a type of manipulation. Thank you so much, Nadia and Christ. And I thought to myself, well, that's a lot of thinking to go behind prayer. That's a lot of should I do this or should I do that. In our heart, when we talk to God, something goes away that normally is there. And that is fear of God. We don't know the name is God. We know something bigger is there. Someone bigger is there. People tried to change the name to take away the religious connotations and all of that. But God is God is God. So you want to pray, and you have something you want to pray about. What our prayers do is our intentions purify as we pray because we start to realize, oh, my God, I'm talking to God. He already knows everything. So I don't have to do anything to make what I have known be more known. I don't have to 
try to be calm. You don't have to, I can't remember what somebody said, you can fast. Um, You don't have to try to feel it. You already feel it because you're praying to God. And God knows that. The most important part about prayer is that in your heart, what you are praying for, you understand what to ask for. If you, if you say, God, I want a car, and then you leave it there, what kind of car did you want? What color did you want? Have you thought it through, or do you just need transportation? Because you may just get transportation, and that may not be something you want. But the reason that that's important is not that God is going to deliver a car to your door, the color and the price and everything that you want it to be. It's that you thought it out enough to be able to know what to ask for. And then our prayers help us because it gives us direction as well as connecting with God and exchanging energy with God about it. Any question I ever asked, or I ended up seeing at one time or another in my life. And then I would go, oh, wow, that's what that looks like. I had no idea that it would take all of this to get that. Whether I was learning something, whether I wanted to try something, even as far as a relationship, when I would pray to God that please let this person that I am with feel good enough about themselves. And if there's anything I can do, I will help so that we can have a go at it. This was, you know, younger than now, but I used to wish that because sometimes when certain things would happen, if a lie would happen or something like that, I that, that was the only thing that was hard for me to deal with wasn't that I wanted somebody that never, ever, ever lied. I never thought about someone lying until someone lied. So that was my prayer. And my life whittled and whittled and whittled until you find someone that actually doesn't lie about things that would hurt the relationship, take it down or whatever. Energy exchange you have with God is just knowing what you want. By the time we get to God, it's not that you have to have your prayer God ready when you get there. But your thoughts need to be ready. You need to be ready to know what it is that you are asking for. Because pure energy is the only thing that travels. So if you say, oh, I just need so much money to get this done. Or, oh, God, please help me with this. Know what you need. Then you're exchanging the energy and it gives your energy power. It gives you power to do what you need to do. If you always could think, you know, when people say, help us help you, help God help you. There's a big reason for that. Every single one of us has free will. Nobody interferes with your free will, not even God. 
So the only way energy is by disclosing what you want and asking, asking for help. Just asking for that energy, not even really help because you can figure it out, but it's the energy that you're going after. There's something fascinating when we pray because I remember, I remember, and this was a huge prayer. This challenged everything I was being taught. And I was being taught to um, pray five times a day. I'm, I'm Muslim. And, you know, as I got older, when I was younger, there were no other Muslims around. So I didn't know anybody. And then as we got older, I was about 17 years old. So I must have been learning to do it between 15 and 16 because it takes a while to memorize all the prayers that you have to say in the prayer. But it's it's rote. You do the same thing every single five times you pray. You can choose from 11 prayers which ones you want to say, but you have to say three, and you have to wash before, and you have to wash after. And I told this story a couple of times before, mentioning again, because I meant what I said, even though it went against what I was just being taught to do not just for that day, but for literally the rest of my life. And I was in school and I had a job. And I came home from my job to do my homework. But before I could do my homework, I had to pray and I had to make up four of the five prayers because I was so busy that day, go in a room and pray or go do that. I just, went from work to school to classes to whatever it was. And I, I, and then, I'm sorry, I went to classes, then to work, and then I came home. And I knew it was going to take me at least 45 minutes, plus the prep time where you have to wash and cover everything and lay out the rug and do the whole thing. So then I did it. And I went through the whole thing. And then I'm like, what am I doing? This is what God wants me to do? So I sat on my feet on the ground when I was done. And I said, God, I felt so much better about me and you, about you, before I was told how to feel about you. This just makes me feel weird. I just rushed through the prayer. I don't remember what I, I'm worried about my homework. I need to get stuff done here in a certain way. I'm tired. I used to just talk to you all day. And now I'm scared of you. I'm scared that if I don't do this, You're going to think I'm bad or I'm not loved or that I'm doing something wrong, which was a big thing for me. I never wanted to do things wrong to God or to my parents if I could help it. And when I sat there, 
I had that same warm feeling that later on at 40, which I didn't know what it was at the time, but I knew it was a good feeling. But I had that feeling, that warmth that I felt when I saw Christ. And I knew without a doubt in that moment, I was on the right track. I felt so good about that prayer. And later on in years, going back, I wasn't worried about challenging God. Because I didn't think of it as challenging God, but I told the truth. I loved God so much, even then. But because I used to just talk to God, just talk, I knew what it felt like to talk to God because I was exchanging energy back and forth. So I always felt good. So I had known that feeling. So I knew the difference of how it felt to just talk to God from heart And to try to please God through a tunnel that I couldn't even see the end of. And I trusted that feeling. And I didn't chase my tail to love God. I just loved God. We know that feeling. It is a feeling. That's why our relationship with God needs our participation so that the faith that we have is understood. If we fear God, if we fear God, we may take that fear and exchange that everywhere else in life. Oh, if I don't do what this person wants, he'll be upset. If I don't do what God wants, he'll be upset. God doesn't get upset. God is really, 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 really just love. Just love. Taking that a step further just to talk about what's behind our prayers. When I did see Christ, it wasn't the first time I felt that feeling now. This is now the second time I have felt that feeling. Only this time, I saw Christ. Think back now. You know how when we say hindsight is twenty twenty, and we could see so clearly later on. But here I was Muslim all that time. Even after, I still would fast when I could, and sometimes my weight wouldn't be high enough, and I wouldn't be able to make it through a day because I still, and I wouldn't even need much food, but I still needed something. Still did it. Still was in it. Put my kids in a Muslim school. Whole thing. Was on the board of education of the Muslim school. That's all I knew. But think about this one. And this one makes me laugh sometimes when I do think about it. Christ had been with me the whole time. 
over and above my religion, my background, my whole way of upbringing. Tim, when I was 17, and I knew for sure that I felt him when I was 17 after I saw him at 40. And what that told me is that God is so much bigger than we give ourselves credit for knowing. I remember after I saw Christ at 40, and I knew, I knew, didn't need to do all that stuff I was doing. And I stopped. Not because I didn't like it or liked it or because it was traditional or not to me. But the closeness that I felt to God put this interesting trust in me that I had to grow into because faith initially is something that finition on it until you feel it. And it's not like you feel it and it just turns your life upside down and you change and everything starts working. Because our challenges are our gifts. Whatever it is you have going on in your life right now, this moment, that you may like or not like, that you may have to work on or not work on, Whatever it is, that's a gift. If you're having a disagreement, if you're having an argument, if you're upset about something, whatever it is, say, so how do I deal with this gift? See what happens to your brain. Your brain will go, hmm, well, let me see. I'm learning this from this, but because of what I've learned, I need to react this way. This is how I can best deal with the situation. It may give me anxiety. It may be hard for me. It may be something, but I have to put my best foot forward. What is my best? Because when you do your best, energy of doing your best is behind your action. And when that is behind your action, And things start to fall into place. If you are still here on earth, your life still needs to be challenged to grow your soul to where you came here to be. Didn't have challenges, you would be bored out of your skull. Your brain wouldn't even work the same. Because when we are challenged, our brain goes into high alert. It's when we try to run away from our challenges that we don't feel good. Or if we have a gift and we don't share it and we don't offer it and we don't use it, we start to feel like we've cut our arms off, but we don't know that that's the problem. And then we walk around going, what am I here for? And we want to know. We want someone else to tell us because we can't figure it out. But I will say this. When you clean your surroundings on the outside, and I know it's going to sound funny and you probably know where this one's going, then you start cleaning the surroundings in your insides. And you start taking out what you don't need. That's why as our lives grow, we 
don't have as big a pool of people around us. We don't need to go out in the way we used to go out. We don't need to keep so many friends, not that that's good or bad, but it becomes too much. It becomes overstimulation. And there's some that just stay with us all along. Steady eddies. And your family becomes more and more important as time goes on because we need each other in different ways and we evolve. And our prayers evolve. The power behind our prayers is the power of the energy exchange that happens when you speak to God, to that level of love, of that energy of love. To have to do anything to prepare to pray, like in Maureen's questions, was what I found out at 17 was I don't have to go through all of that just to talk to God. It was like walking around the block just to cross the street. I want to just say a little bit about God because I did see, I did get to see. And if I saw it, I should share it. And I've shared it before, but, you know, just by the numbers on the radio station, I have like quadruple the amount of listeners now than I've had. And sometimes I forget that. So I'm, I'm really sorry about that. But when I saw God, he's massive. I couldn't even see around this white wall. Couldn't see around it. It was so big. And I had to go stand in front of it. Well, I wasn't standing because I didn't have my body, but I... It was like after I saw Christ and I wanted to, and just for people reasons, I tried to make him go away because my mom was upset that I saw him because I was Muslim and she was afraid I became Christian and she didn't know how to deal with it. She wanted me to move back to Chicago and I didn't want to be weird that I saw Christ because by two weeks in, I found out nobody I knew or anyone they knew or anybody at a church that I'd gone to yet had seen him. And I was looking for validation from the outside in to tell me that what I saw was right. Even though I knew it in my heart, that part of me that still wanted to be accepted because there was no way once I saw Christ that I could not talk about it. There was no way. So one day I'm driving and I'm having this conversation with Christ and I thought, what am I going to do with myself? So I go to sleep that night and I get to tell you the difference between it being a dream or him taking me. So I don't, I don't know what happened, but I do know what I saw and That night, I went somewhere, and I was in front of a white wall, big white wall, but I knew where I was, and my body wasn't a body. It was just my soul, and it looked like this little seahorse, the shape of a seahorse, and I'm just 
there. And Christ was with me. White. And again, I knew that why I'd come. And I knew that the reason I saw Christ, not because I'm so special or big or whatever it is. But the reason I saw Christ was because I agreed before I came to share my free will. So there you have the free will. So that I can do this work. And in the back of my brain, I knew all my life from as early as I could think that I remember that my life was going to change at 40. I had no idea this was what was behind it. I thought it was like something personal that like something great was going to, and this is something great, but this is a public work in, in, in my world. And I thought it was, you know, I don't know, either my kids or myself or something that I was going to do that just had to do with me. But that turned out not to be the case. And all my life, I had been going towards wanting to help people, wanting to help people all the time. I never, ever not wanted to help people. And I loved them, this intense love throughout my life. But at that time, it was just the people I knew. Because I didn't know any other people. But when I was there, I knew yet again how big love is. I'm driving again at work because my work, I was an outdoor salesperson at the time. And I was driving and I had a talk with Christ. And you can call it a prayer, you can call it a talk, but probably the biggest prayers are just us not thinking we're praying, but just talking to God. Don't call it anything if it's hard for you or it has baggage. And after trying to get rid of Christ, because I didn't want to be weird, I just said to Christ, you know what? I'm okay. Whatever it means to love you, whatever I lose here on earth, over it, whatever I have to do for it, I'm okay. Please don't give me anything if I don't understand why I want it. I'm willing to take that risk of not getting whatever it is I think I want. I had that talk in the car, and I felt that feeling like you feel... When you first fall in love, but I wasn't in love with anyone then. That's how it felt to have that conversation. So just know that any time you are exchanging energy with God, that is the most powerful energy exchange you can have in this lifetime paradigms of great feeling and all of that to understanding what that felt like. And the only way I knew what that felt like was by talking to God. Otherwise, I would have had no recognition. 
And now, and when I was married and I was sad and I would get up and write to God, I did not know then that I was doing that to exchange energy with God. So think of a prayer as a conversation with God that is powered by the energy exchange of love. See what happens. You guys have a great day. The show's already over. I can't believe it. I will see you tomorrow. Have a great Monday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.